Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we're dishing on all things snacking in Disney World. Consider this back to basics with our Disney 101 series. We'll break down our favorite snacks in Disney, snacks that are so big they can be considered meals, and hidden snacks you probably didn't know about. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. Back to basics. Ah. Uh. You know, it took us two seasons to really get a 101 series going, but here we are. <laughs> we're like halfway through, I feel like a quarter of the way through our second season of doing this, we were like, I guess we've never really talked about what Disney dining is and we're a Disney food podcast. Exactly. But this is kind of, I guess, a continuation of that thought is like, let's just break down all the basics, the one-on-ones. We talked about Disney dining. Yeah. Now we got to talk about snacking and we have a few other ideas for our 101 series coming up shortly i think but i'm excited to talk about basics yeah because i think there's a lot that you just assume that people know about and i think a lot of us that a lot of people that listen to this too we're certified disney experts and you forget that not everybody is or you just for forget the basics you don't fully grasp everything because you're just so oh i already know everything i already know everything and you forget the basics you know what I'm saying? You can't ride a unicycle without riding a bike first. <laughs> Deep thoughts here. <laughs> well, and I think when when this like Could... stop. <laughs> Beth, Bethany's like your Mr. Miyagi of Disney food. You yes. Know? I, at least for me, when I was prepping for this episode, I forgot about some of these snacks mm-hmm. mainly because. We go there and there's a festival, there's new food to try, there's all this stuff and you get caught up with all that. But like most of the time, yes, I do, you know, go to get these snacks. But now I want to eat these snacks when we go back because I haven't in a little bit. So I'm excited to talk about them because there's some great snacks on the list. For sure. And I think you make a great point because not everybody's local, including us. And I think Mm -hmm. that when we go down there, there is a plethora of new snacks that we have to try. And a lot Mm -hmm. of things that we truly love take the back burner a lot. And especially because we create content that has to do with food, we have to order everything because we're those people. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's so true, though. (laughs) But I think when I, I was prepping for this, we were talking about some of our snacks, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I do get that all the time. Sometimes you just order it and it becomes second nature, too, because Mm -hmm. it is just like your go-to Disney snack. Mm -hmm. But we do get kind of caught up in the newfangled things, the breaking Disney foodie news. You know, we have to order those things. But back to basics is always good. Always good. Before we talk about food, before we get there, what are we drinking? Happy National Dole Whip Day while we're recording this. It is National Dole Whip Day. So I am drinking in the grocery store. They now sell Dole Whip. That's the thing. It's come out. In the freezer section, yeah. Correct. I took a cup of the pineapple Dole Whip and mixed it with rum and I blended it and it is absolutely delicious. I think it could use a mixer to kind of go in because obviously it's a very small amount of drink. However, absolutely delicious. So just the frozen Dole Whip blended with spice rum. Can't complain. Sounds yummy. What are you guys drinking? So remember last week when I was like, I could make that cocktail at home. No. Yeah, I did it. What a good husband. He did. I know, but I, I kind of made the poor man's version, yeah. but it, you know, I, I, I did put effort in, but I remade the grapefruit spritz from the Hearthstone Lounge at Disney's Grand Californian. And it was the one that Bella wanted to order. If you listen to our last week Disneyland episode, it was the one that Bella wanted to order, but she ended up getting the mocktail version and she was sad. So yes. I made the real version at home. 
So essentially, the, the poor man's version. So she's had the mocktail, the poor. One day we'll get you the real one, Bella. <laughs> we Thank will. you. Appreciate and that. Appreciate it's that. It's just essentially this that we didn't have any Maria Chandon in the fridge. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? I mean, but I didn't have any on hand, you know? But yeah, because if it's in her house, it's gone. It doesn't, it doesn't last long in her house. But it's still champagne. It's actually champagne. It's not even Prosecco. It is champagne. But essentially, it's lemon juice, grapefruit juice with the Kettle One Botanical grapefruit and rose vodka which you see everywhere in galaxy's edge Correct. <laughs> in disney world topped with the champagne it's delightful it is delightful it's a spritzy situation very grapefruity i also threw a little dash of grapefruit bitters in there too just because oh. i thought it'd be a nice touch that but seems fancy not mad i try i had to step it up <laughs> i did but it's it's really delicious but you know all things summer i love a little champagne spritz situation grapefruity not mad no not at all love that delightful and we will put the recipes up that we're drinking right now over on our Patreon. We used to always do that, but then we hadn't really been drinking, so we're back on the Disney cocktail kick, at least for this episode. We're back. So talking about Disney snacking 101, let's talk about first where you can get snacks in Disney, right? So starting off with quick service locations, a lot of these locations have snacks. We're talking quick service like cosmic rays no okay <laughs> my favorite <laughs> your favorite cosmic rays pago spill anything you, you are we quick service we kind of refer to as our disney fast food options walk up to the window order and then you're gonna get your food out of another window or a pickup location but yeah pick up and go other places are our carts and kiosks kind of located throughout the park this includes your churro carts your popcorn carts other types of foods in specific stands that you'll find scattered throughout the parks other place that you can get snacks that a lot of people overlook are lounges in park honestly, lounges, resort lounges. Snack. Honestly, mm-hmm. snack snack and booze is really never a bad thing. But a lot of times it's gonna be lighter snacks. Think bar snacks at Nomad Lounge, you know, Enchanted Rose, all these places that we like to go are gonna have some snacky options. Even some lounges are attached to restaurants, and you can get some of those menu items, even other versions of those menu items from the restaurant at the lounge. So a lot of little hacks there, but also let's talk about the Disney dining plan and just talk about Becky because we love Becky. Anytime we can bring up Becky on this podcast, I'm here yeah. for. We love raising many me's Becky over on Instagram. I did ask her today if she could tell me how many snacks were on Disney menus. And wow. like because she did the Disney dining plan and she pulled like, you know, forty thousand menu items and right. how many of those and she she didn't. However, we did have her on the podcast. We did talk about the Disney dining plan, which comes back in January, where she specifically said snacks have to be worth $6 to be worth it while on the Disney dining plan. So a lot of these things we do talk about, one might not qualify in the Disney snack category because they're kind of weird with how they do it. And some of these things I definitely would consider snacks, but they're not technically a Disney dining plan snack. But a lot of these things are under six dollars so wouldn't really be getting the most out of your money so again probably our thing of how we don't love the disney dining plan but keep in mind you got to try to hit a six dollar price point which i mean if that's the way you want a vacation that's all you but <laughs> yeah <laughs> not us no. no not us no no but let's dive into the snacks now that we talked about the basics of where to find them so let's start over in magic kingdom we always start with Magic Kingdom, I feel like. That's kind of our go-to start. But it's like, just it's the fitting. quintessential Disney park. It's the first. Right. Technically, on a calendar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not like alphabetically. But <laughs> it's last, but... <laughs> I mean, it. but it was the first park. I just feel like it's the quintessential Disney park. You got to start in it Magic is. Kingdom. It is. And, and honestly, I mean, probably where 
most people think iconic park snacks are located. Yeah. They'd be wrong, but there are some good <laughs> snacks here. But let's, let's talk about them. Do we all have the same favorite? I think oh, Bella, oh. I think Bella and I do. I don't think Colin does. I think Colin tried to be different. I, I did. But here's what we have. Here's what we have to talk about because we all have similar tastes and I think we all agree on a lot of things. But mm-hmm. it, it's a situation where I have a lot of things that I really like. So yeah. do I think that we all agree on what's a must order? Yes. But there are other ones that we definitely want to bring up and talk about too. But all but I'm saying also, is if all three of us pre- say it, then you correct. know it's good. But I can predict that, that Bella and I definitely have the same. Correct. It's the spring rolls. Yeah. Of course. Not even a question. I like, I literally didn't even have to think. No, and I get what you say of let's put other things on the list, but at the same time, I can't. Not in Magic Kingdom. I'm willing to change it in other places, but not in Magic Kingdom. That to me is just that, and there's another one that everybody will know when I get to it. Those are my two quintessential snacks that if I don't mention them, I feel wrong. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. It's, this is uh, the savory option. I do have a sweet option mm-hmm. as well that I will go to, but this is the best snack i think it might be the best snack oh God. i might say it's the best snack in all four parks wow. I'm wow. Say i know i am and i think because there's a variety i mean we did have the same flavors for quite some time mm-hmm. i'm hoping now they're going to start changing things because now we have a new spring roll the chicken cordon bleu one but you know the cheeseburger one is always delicious it's and phenomenal it is classic and you know i just I, I hope that they do continue to change things up because I think that will be why the spring roll is going to be number one for me all the time. Yeah, I, I agree. My love for the spring rolls is never ending. That is just to me such a quintessential snack. And when that cart is not open recently, it's been a lot better. The past few yes. years, they've really been good. Back in the day, you would show up and it used to be over by Jungle Cruise too. You would show yes. up and you'd be like, fingers crossed is open, fingers crossed is open because 90% of the time it just like wouldn't be open and it wouldn't yeah. be raining or anything. You know, they will shut down for weather, but there it just wouldn't be open. So that's also why I like to talk about it because I feel if you keep the hype going for something, it'll be there. I miss the pepperoni pizza and yes. the buffalo chicken. I would love yes. to see those two back. Bring them back. Yep. I would I would definitely love to see them back. But we'll hopefully. Do it. Yeah, we'll do a taste test of the chicken cordon bleu when we're down there next, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll and I, f- I feel like the spring rolls, for me, are just iconic Magic Kingdom Correct. snack mm-hmm. to me. Like, Double Whip or, like, Mace, but no, like, this, to me, yeah. the Magic Kingdom snack, because it's the only place you can get them, mm-hmm. they are the quintessential Magic Kingdom snack for me. It feels like no trip to Magic Kingdom is complete unless I have a cheeseburger spring roll. Correct. Yeah. And for the love of all things Disney, Disney, if you're listening, do not raise the price. Nine fifty for two of these is already expensive enough. <laughs> We're you. good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. We, we, we've we maxed out. Yeah. Correct. Colin, what's your but savory thing amazing. in Magic Kingdom? My savory thing is over at Friar's Nuggets, no. the bacon mac and cheese tots. I'm not shocked. That's a great choice too, though. I know. I just feel like they have to be talked about. And, and one that, you know, we've shared a few times, even between both of our accounts, and even on the podcast account, we, we've we kind of evangelized Friar's Nook because it's a wonderful place with some wonderful fried, amazing options. But the bacon mac and cheese tots are so delicious. They are loaded up. Tots, mac and cheese, sour cream, bacon, sour cream. Did I say sour cream already? <laughs> and more sour, sour cream. cream. <laughs> a little bit of the green onion on the top. Really delicious. A great hearty snack. Just get your fork and attack. You know, it's so, so, so good. 
I agree. I like these too. And I usually always share them just because I like having the taste of those, but I like other things too. I don't want to share my spring rolls, but I'm willing to share this one, but it's still (laughs) so good. I mean, it is your basic mac and cheese. I think we've compared it to like Stouffer's before, but the difference between this and the one we had in Disneyland and the bread bowl is there's so much more on top of this that the flavor is so much more complex that it's such a good go-to. I love Friar's Neck. I just think it's a really great forkful, Mm -hmm. you know? If you get a little bit of everything on your fork, it's a great bite. And it's hearty, so it keeps you going when you got to stand in line all day long. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Since we're at Friar's Nook, I feel like I have to throw in my sweet treat here. It is the caramel apple pecan, 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 who knows, hand pie. It's pretty new on the menu. And essentially, it is if an empanada, it, to me, is an empanada. If an empanada crossed with a McDonald's apple pie, which I'm never mad at a McDonald's apple pie. They're just like so delicious and good and you can't be mad. But it's like that on steroids that if you turned the McDonald's apple pie into a really good empanada, this would be it. It's covered in cinnamon sugar. It's got a vanilla drizzle on it and it's filled with apple pie filling. And I appreciate that the apple pie filling in it is very tiny cubed apples. So you're not biting into it and apples are spewing everywhere. You get the solid bite every single time. This was one of my favorites. And I had it with my dad last time because it came out not too long ago. It's pretty new on the menu. And he took one bite and slid the entire basket over (laughs) towards himself. Because like that's how good it is. And you can always make it a la mode because right next door is Storybook Treats where you can get vanilla ice cream and make it an a la mode. Mm -hmm. That sounds phenomenal. We will try that next time. We haven't Mm -hmm. had the pleasure. Yeah, we haven't been since it's been on the menu. I know. I'm excited for you guys to try this one. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, we have the same sweet treat? think we might. It's the pineapple upside down Dole Whip oh. Excellent concoction choice. they have. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. It's over at Aloha oh. Isle. Yes. And it is so good. It is a pineapple upside down cake. A small one. A petite one. But actually a decent size. It's not like just like oh, a yeah. little Oh, yeah. It's not like a yeah. mini little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it has Dole Whip on top. And it is phenomenal. It is the perfect combination of flavors. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's hearty, too. I, I would say about the size of it, you know, those little like ice cream, the ice cream bowl that they give you. Mm-hmm. The cake fills up the bottom of that bowl, mm-hmm. I would say. And then a big, nice mound of Dole Whip on top. I prefer it with the swirl with the pineapple and coconut. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like that gives me a little bit of a like pina colada cakey kind of feeling which i'm always here for but the cake is super moist really delicious mm-hmm. a little bit of dole whip on there oh. i we i know we all have know how we feel about dole whip. i find it boring yeah but if you're gonna put a cake under it i'm sold yeah or if you're gonna shove rum in it also sold yeah. sold <laughs> that's correct specifically spiced rum yeah yeah i mean that's what i have but it's delicious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah oh man Disney, if you're listening, bring it back to Animal Kingdom, please. I think it's still... Oh, no, they got rid of the spice rum. That's right. It's just coconut rum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. want the spice and rum I mean, back. we love coconut, but not the same. But Magic Kingdom, not my favorite park to snack in, but I prefer snacking over full dining here. I do, too. I do, mm-hmm. too. And to be honest, every single thing that we talked about, I would get. Mm-hmm. I would get in, you know, one day at Magic Kingdom, and that would be a great day of eating. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, it's also just like a little bonus. While Magic Kingdom might not have the best dining and they don't have, I don't think they have the best variety of snacks. 
I think the snacks we talked about have, are phenomenal, but there's not an extensive list of snacks. But it's, you know, not as daunting. You know, when you when you <laughs> yes. go there, you're like, oh, you know, I like these four things. I'm going to go get these four things. You know, yeah, you're not so like, true. oh, my gosh, I have to decide between this and that. So I guess there's that. You know, I agree. And I feel like it kind of fits Magic Kingdom well because Magic Kingdom just tends to kind of be in the best way possible, the basic Disney park. Yeah. It is your quintessential. Yeah, sure. And I feel like a lot of snacks here tend to fall into that category. Nothing is wild and crazy like you'll find in Animal Kingdom or other places. It fits mm-hmm. the theme of the park very well. It's your quintessential park food in general. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Where are we to? Where are we going next? Epcot. Hop on the monorail. Yep. Colin, why don't you start? Well, I think I want you to guess what mine is. <laughs> it's sweet. Oh, are we going waffle. sweet first? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The waffle, of course. Okay. The waffle <laughs> also, at Connections Eatery. We're like, Colin, will you start? And he's like, we're going to start with sweet then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, the waffle. Yeah. The waffle at Connections Eatery. It is delicious. It is a brioche waffle. Coated in pearl sugar, topped with whipped cream and a little chocolate drizzle and strawberry. So, so good. I really don't have any notes on this. <laughs> I don't find it overly crazy sweet. I mean, it is on the sweet side, but it's not knocking me over with how sweet it is. I think it's delicious. It's bready brioche dough and a waffle. Come on. How can you be mad at that? I agree. I, I think it is sweet, but I think it falls more to the buttery side. It's yes. rich more than really, really sweet. It's more Correct. rich it's, than anything. And you it's know, co- a, a sweeter breakfast treat, you know? Correct. And those strawberries and the chocolate drizzle with the whipped cream. My mother loved mm-hmm. this so much. She still talks about it. Anytime I'm on the same team as Darlene, I'm <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> it's a good team to be on. It is. What about right, you, Bella? What's your sweet? Oh, I'm next. Okay. So my favorite is the ice cream macaron sandwich over in the France Pavilion at their ice cream shop that's kind of tucked away in the back. They have seasonal flavors. They usually have one. I think normally it's a chocolate one. I've seen strawberry as well. They'll have one solid flavor, you know, like a raspberry, a strawberry, a chocolate. And then they will bring in a seasonal flavor. I've had mint before. I've had pumpkin spice, which Mm -hmm. I hate pumpkin spice. But let me tell you, this pumpkin spice one was phenomenal. I think I've seen pistachio as well. Oh, pistachio. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think you are right. Yeah. But it is so good. It is that classic French macaron cookie. Kind of big. It's it's on the bigger side. Nice size, yeah. And then it is stuffed with ice cream. So it has that kind of crisp on the outer shell. Then there's that chew of the cookie. And then the smoothness of the ice cream. It is a 10 out of 10 dessert for me. It is something that I always crave and will always get when we go. Yeah. I really need to get on top of that because that you've never had one. I don't think I have, and I've had no because I think that's just a normal one. I don't think I've had it, but I hope that it's August and we can get into pumpkin spice season when we're there next because that sounds oh maybe idea to me. I mean maybe let's bring that in early, you know. It's so good. Their strawberry one is very good as well. The strawberry is just so it's fresh. It's delicious. The pumpkin spice, though, definitely the best one. And the one year we didn't go around that time and I couldn't get one, I was very upset. So I'm hoping they bring it back this year. So I, 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 really, I really get torn between what's better. Is the macaron ice cream sandwich or the brioche ice cream sandwich? Mm. Both are phenomenal. Brioche and... <laughs> I, I... Big brioche fan in Epcot. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> It's terrible how much I love brioche. No, who doesn't like brioche? To be completely no, it's honest, delicious. it's delicious. But I mean, a hot pressed brioche ice cream sandwich. Yeah, 
That is good. Never mad. Never mad. But I mean, between that and the macaron, and also the cool thing about the way they serve it is they serve it in almost like a little, it, it's not quite newspaper, but it kind mm-hmm. of looks like newspaper. So it gives it a little bit of a nice little vibe. Always with the touches oui. in Disney. Exactly. <laughs> Are you happy to be in France? Oui. oui. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's actually over in Germany, and we've talked about this before, and it's the pretzel mm. bread pudding. I bo- I believe it is pretzels that are day-old leftover pretzels from Beer Garden. If you work in Germany, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I recall hearing that at the beginning. But they just make it into this delicious bread pudding that has a vanilla and a caramel drizzle on it. It is so good. It's under $5, so I think it's one of the best deals, which also kind of leads me to believe that it's day-old pretzels where you can cut the budget pretty well by having something like that. But perfection to me i have no notes when it comes to this one i absolutely love it i think it's that perfect combination it's not overly sweet but the little bit of saltiness in the pretzels with the caramel and the vanilla 10 out of 10 epcot thank you for that one and that's in the back too at Summerfest. that's right in front of the beer garden restaurant it's at the little back window yeah where they have the, they have some beer back there as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we oh, have yet to have this. Ah. We have yet to have it oh, because so I feel time. like we haven't been when it's been on the menu. Yeah. Because that's time. it's relatively new. Nah, it's a little over a year old. You've been there. We just haven't had it. <laughs> no, there's no way. Because uh-huh. I feel like I would have gotten it. My last photo. Oh, my... it, was, it was probably a festival. It probably was. My first photo is from yeah. April of last year. But yeah, pretzel bread pudding. We'll have to do that. And then I'll have to get Bella's ice cream sandwich too. So it'll be a fun time in Epcot. Mm. It is a festival, but whatever. Yeah, well, and, and when we were going, when I when I was going through my list for favorite snacks for Epcot, I actually had a hard time finding a savory one because I feel like we've done festivals mm-hmm. every single time we've gone because they have a festival approximately 360 days out of the year, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so we're always there for a festival. And I, that, and I feel like most of the festival, festival food can be snacks. Yeah. You know, oh, sure. so... Yeah, and, and we share everything, so I end up not getting really any true Epcot food. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel people all the time hype up Epcot as being the snack park, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but that's only when it's Festival Epcot. When it's Diet Epcot, it is honestly my least favorite park to eat in. I agree with you. And I think it's worse than Magic Kingdom without a festival. Yes, I have. I had a hard time finding a savory snack for this park. I, I do have one that I really like, but it's, again, off the beaten path that I don't really feel people go to often. What is that? Oh, should I should I segue right into it? It is yeah, the sure. queso at La Cava del Tequila. That was mine. Yep. You, you <laughs> have to order for dine-in. You can't get it to go. Yes. They will not give it to you go, to go. So you have to go grab a table in La Cava del Tequila <laughs> and enjoy it but that queso is so good and break breaking disney news our friends ken and kelsey were there this week and there is a new salsa that looks like an enchilada sauce i gotta send you guys the photo it is this Ooh. they replaced the salsa at la Cava del tequila breaking news <laughs> crazy yeah. but this queso to me is so good last time i was down there Kristen from right down main street and i smuggled it out of La Cava del Tequila and we dipped things throughout World Showcase in it including the pretzel in Germany my oh. favorite though the bread the baguette mm. from France from France dipped in that cheese dip was like a 10 out of 10 followed by the chips from the UK oh, oh yes and you course. can get a similar queso at the quick service right outside of Mexico 
you can order a side of that, but yes, yeah, you can. Something about that queso. It's so good. It's superior. It is. And actually, I'm not a huge fan of their salsa, so I'm glad they I'm sending it to you guys right now. It. You can see it gives me gives me enchilada sauce. Hmm. They said it's a little more lingering. It's now smoother and darker brown. Uh, it's not oh, as Oh, yeah. Light. Look at that. Kelsey mm-hmm. said, our friend Kelsey, hi, Kelsey, if you're listening, said it points it points out that it lingers and will impact your drinking flavors. Oh. But oh, wow. Okay. I so said it, it looked like enchilada sauce. Totally. Yeah. It does look yeah. thin. Yeah. Hmm. And really dark. Yeah, it does. Well, <laughs> I, I like I said, I wasn't a huge fan of their salsa. Yeah. Because their queso is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that was yours too, Colin? Yes, it was. Yeah. It's a good one. That's when you know it's good. Mm-hmm. Bella, where are you heading in Epcot for your snack? Well, so again, I had a hard time with this one. But I thought, okay, if I was in Epcot, no festival around, what would I go to? What would I get? So I would go to the China Pavilion and I would go to Joy of Tea and I would mm-hmm. get their egg rolls. And I think they're just yeah. like a, they're a standard egg roll, but I love an egg roll. I love an egg roll. I love a spring roll. I love, love. They're, mm-hmm. they're just, they're classic. You get two. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're pretty inexpensive. They're four ninety five, not too bad, compared to the spring rolls over in Magic Kingdom, <laughs> where you get two and it is nine fifty. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a solid choice. It's not maybe something I get all the time. But again, if there was no festival around, that would definitely be a snack. It's easy to get to, too, if you're just walking around yeah. World Showcase. You don't have to go inside into the actual pavilion. You're just walking around the water. So yeah, that, that would be my snack good choice though i love them too yeah yeah Classic. i love mixing the mustard and the dark sauce that they give mm. you mm-hmm. i like Dipping mustard and soy sauce oh, oh. Mm. try that next spring time. rolls with mustard <laughs> 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 all right let's take the skyliner right over to studios i'll start so <laughs> start savory i'm going to baseline tap house mm. and i'm getting their charcuterie. See you guys that at is baseline. My snack. <laughs> yep, I'm getting the pretzel. So, Same. <laughs> yeah, See, we're getting two pretzels and a charcuterie. You know what? But kind that's of like the stuff. hack. Uh-huh. That's how to make. That's how to make the ultimate baseline charcuterie. So that's our that's our collective snack is the ultimate baseline charcuterie. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And for about twenty bucks, you can get the combination of the charcuterie and the pretzel. And I think that's that's a ten out of ten. Oh, it's every so time. Good. Yeah. And I will say, did I put Ronto wrap on my list? And I was like, it's not a snack, though, but I would like to consider it a snack. <laughs> Petition for a Ronto I, wrap to be considered a snack. <laughs> I thought it, too, only because I feel like it's because it doesn't come with a side. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a snack. You can right. walk around and eat it. You know, right. it's not it's not a huge plate of food, but is a hot dog I, it's alone, borderline. Exactly. Yeah. Is a hot dog alone a full meal or is it just a yeah. snack? Okay. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's your vacation. You snack how you want to snack, you yeah. know? Okay, we all have the same answer, essentially. Well, we're all at Baseline Tap House. Do we all have the same answer for dessert in Hollywood Of course studios? we do. Duh. I feel like everyone's like, yes. enough about the Enchanted Rose. We so get like, it. We get it. Yeah. 
but you know, like I said, I will I will talk about this one till I turn blue in the face because if this ever goes off the menu, I'm going to be angry. So I want the demand for this one to be so high. You need to go eat it, enjoy it, and then you need to tell your friends about it if you're listening. <laughs> like I like have the word scheme. of mouth correct for the Enchanted Rose. I do not make any type of commission anytime this gets sold. I would like to state that for the record. However, this Enchanted <laughs> Rose is so good. It is a rest- a high-end restaurant quality dessert mm-hmm. in Hollywood Studios. It yes. is the pastry chefs did did a wonderful job with this. You know, we know how you know how we feel about their dome cakes and all that stuff. This is just phenomenal. There is no miss with this. The chocolate is rich, not super sweet. It's paired so nicely with the cherry flavor. It's just, it is, the, the texture, the consistency is on point. I will always want this and always talk about it because it is that good. Yeah, and I think the first time we all tried it together, because we tried it together the first time, Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's so funny to watch because at first we're all like, because eh, it gives you dome cake vibes. So yeah. we're all like, uh, and then we all take a bite and we're like, whoa, wait, is this good? <laughs> yeah. It is. And it even has a little dollop of the gray stuff because it's yeah. delicious on it. It has a little dollop of the gray stuff on the outside. But this is just, to me, next level. And I don't, I, I mean, you all know that Bella and I are not the biggest sweet fans, but this is just so mm-hmm. good. And it's chilled. I mean, that to me is the game yeah. changer. Yeah. Huge. It is, and there's no gelatin. That's also another no. game changer. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> nicely dusted in some type of powder, and I'm here for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amarettes in the parks. That's the best mm-hmm. way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. It is amarettes in the parks. But cheaper. Amazing. But yeah. cheaper, yes, but amazing. But just the quality is just as good. So if you haven't yeah. had it, run to Catalina Annie's. Run and get it. <laughs> also, And it's beg on... them to never get rid of it. Exactly. It's on Sunset Boulevard, for the record, Catalina Eddie's. It's kind of right across from the entrance to Beauty and the Beast, but in the back. Mm-hmm. So if you go across yes. the street, Fairfax Fair is in the front. It's in the back because when I've mentioned Catalina Eddie's before, people are like, I don't know where that is. It is on Sunset. It is. It's kind of like back mm-hmm. a little bit further set back than that. By Rosie's All-American. Correct. Yes. So, but such a good dessert. That probably is my favorite dessert in every park. Oh, wow. I 100% agreed with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could get that every time. The pineapple upside down cake in Magic Kingdom is good, but this I could get every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel that heavy either, but it's chocolate. So it kind of is, but it doesn't feel that way. I agree. So, whoever was in charge of that dessert, congratulations. You should be in charge of every dessert. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to promote you. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Congrats. You've been promoted. <laughs> Fix the dump cakes. <laughs> so, let's head over to the Superior Foodie Park in yes. all of Disney World. Animal Kingdom, here we are. So, let's talk. Let's talk savory. Bethany, go ahead, because okay. we all know what you're going to say. We know this. This, And when Bella said previously in Magic Kingdom that that's her favorite, the spring rolls are number two for me. Coming in behind the grilled corn on the cob with African spices from Harambe Fruit Market right outside Kilimanjaro Safari. This is a combination of 
the Burberry spices with curry powder and they grill it right in front of you. Bless every single cast member that works there and has to stand over that hot grill every single day oh. while working in that Florida heat to make me the most perfect corn on the cob. I love you forever for that, like literally forever. <laughs> um, this is my this is my superior snack. There's nothing to me that is better mm-hmm. in any other park besides this. It is so unique. I've never had anything like this before. The flavors are delicious. I always ask for it with extra spices. I always say spiced without being spicy. It is just an explosion of flavors on that corn on the cob. It's so good. And if you come during the right time of year, during the summer, during corn season, that corn can be large. Yeah, extra spices or it didn't happen. You know, that's that's how I feel about mm-hmm. the corn on the cob. It is one of those park snacks that's just so synonymous with the park itself. Mm-hmm. It just fits perfectly. I mean, <laughs> spring rolls and Magic Kingdom, they're good, of course, but the African spiced corn on the cob in Animal Kingdom is just this like chef's kiss perfect combination of the location, the flavor, so perfect. It is literally the perfect thing. If they had this corn on the cob with African spices in some random park, I feel like it wouldn't hit as hard. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the vibe, the music, the smell when you walk by the Harambe Fruit Market is so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Last time I was there, I ordered it and they gave me two. You know, it was like I had a blessed day. Uh, have a magical day, Colin. And then, know what I did? I gave it to the guy next to me who had never had it. Oh. I said, sir, I'm going to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the magic forward. I love that. Honestly. But I agree. I agree. That whole vibe is so good. When the musicians are out playing and you're just like yes. non on your corn on the cob and having the time of your life. Yes. That is my happy place. That exactly is my happy place in Disney. Mm. Absolutely. I love that corn. I get it. Mm-hmm. But what's yours, Bella? So... <laughs> Because I know it's not the corn. (laughs) It's not. It's not. But I do love the corn. And I will get the corn. Mm -hmm. Pretty much every time we are in that area, I will get the corn. It used to be Mr. Kamal's fries. Mm. RIP to the sauces that are no more. But it's actually the chicken dumplings from Mr. Kamal's. They are a great classic, you know, chicken dumpling. Very standard, what you would expect. With a ponzu dipping sauce. And it is... I, they're delicious. They're they're a little quick bite, nice and savory, which is my fave. And crispy. Crispy, just yeah. really delicious. Juicy. It's not dry or anything. Just really, really, really good. I like these too because they're clearly deep fried and not pan fried. So yes. they're blistered all around and it mm-hmm. gives you that egg roll vibe of the deep fried and blistered. It is so good. I agree. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yep. Yeah. It, it Again, Mr. Kamal used to not, you know, do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but now the fries are sriracha the fries, mayo. The fries themselves boring. are fine. It's just Ugh, sriracha yeah, mayo. Exactly. That's just boring, basic. Though. Yeah. You know. Basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's everybody's nice. favorite sweet treat? Colin, you get to close it out because you're the sweets man. So Bella, what's your favorite sweet treat? So my favorite, which actually might surprise you, is the Pineapple Olympia at, Ooh. yes, in Pandora, at the stand in Pandora. I always get it whenever we she are does. in she Pandora. Really I have to get it. I get a margarita and I get this. That is my standard go-to order over there or a Night Blossom. But <laughs> but why not both? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true, so true. But when we did the VIP tour and you guys went on to Flights of Passage and I got you some drinks i got myself this and i yes and it hit the spot it is delicious it has the pineapple it has a cream cheese filling 
it is messy. There is one thing about this. It is messy. As soon as you bite into this, the cream cheese filling will spit out the other end. Like it will <laughs> shoot out the other end. But it is delicious, crisp on the outside, great like creamy texture on the inside. I absolutely love it. And it's cheap. I want to say it's yeah. under like $4. It's that yeah. cheap. It's like mm-hmm. three something. It's a good mm-hmm. deal. That if yeah. you're looking for, for a good sweet treat that's not going to break the bank, that is definitely it. Yeah. Yes. And the wrapping on it is like super crispy and thin. Thin, yeah. Yep. And there's that little bit of sweetness. Yep. And it's not like sickeningly sweet with the pineapple. No. It's a great mix with the cream cheese. I. It's a great, great bite. I love it. And apparently I have a theme to this entire episode because everything I've picked has been in egg roll shape. (laughs) (laughs) She said, put it in some type of wrapper and deep fry it. (laughs) Yep. 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 That's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's that for me. I mean, I do, I think you both will probably say my other favorite sweet one. So I didn't put that one on my list. This for me is a go-to. So, and what is yours? I'm pretty sure you both had the same, maybe. I mean, I know what mine is, and I know that it needs to be talked about. So, oh, what is it? It's the churros at Nomad. It's mine too. I don't really think there there is no better option for me. Mm-hmm. I think that the pineapple cream cheese is deserved to be mentioned, like I talked about at the beginning, because we could all sit here and say that churros at Nomad. Oh Lodge, yeah, easily, mm-hmm. especially now that the strawberry sauce is back. Yeah, mm. not saying we single handedly did it, but mm. who knows. <laughs> Bethany Karen her way back into the. <laughs> I did not Karen. I was very nice no, to the manager. Okay, and he approached back. me. I didn't even approach him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's back, and that's what matters. But they're delicious. I mean, one of the you would never know that these are gluten free. You would never know mm-hmm. when I had them for the first time. I I found out after, and I was like, literally, would never have had any clue. Sometimes when. You have especially a dessert sometimes that's that's gluten free. You, you kind of it just tastes a little off to me sometimes. Literally no clue. They're fried to order, a, kind of not the crazy oblong like churro size, manageable two or three bites with a delicious strawberry sauce that mixes perfectly with the vanilla anglaise sauce that it comes with. There's nothing wrong with these churros. No, they're perfect. And I like that you can get them to go at the bar. So if you don't want to sit yes. down at No Mile Lounge, it's not a big deal. You can just tell the host and walk up to the bar and order them. I, I, I mean, we've talked about these so many times. There's, there, we can't say enough good things about them. And now that the s- strawberry sauce is back, it's a little different. It's guava instead of chili, so it doesn't have that kick to it, which I do miss. But like, I'm not complaining. Let me be honest. Correct. I'm just alerting you that it's different, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> Consider yourselves warned, okay? Exactly. But so good. My go-to option there. And it's, you again, you would have no idea they're gluten-free. I believe they use the, like, cup-for-cup cup flour and delicious. By far the best churros in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Hands down. And Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I said All what Disney. I said. All of Disney Bella's parks. coming for it. <laughs> yeah. Bella's like, game on, Okay best churros in disney world or disneyland and i didn't even put it as my top thing in animal kingdom (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. love it (laughs) so let's since we've gone to the parks let's hop over to the resorts and let's talk about our favorite snacks from the resorts we're going to pick one we're going to talk about them but who knows maybe we'll talk about more who's to say but i'm going to start with mine mine are over at port orleans french quarter Mm -hmm. and they are the baton rouge beignets the boozy beignets so, so, so delicious. You get three beignets, that perfect, amazing, classic square beignet shape, and they come with a little kind of 
syringe, I guess for lack of a better term, syringe of your choice of Baileys, Kahlua, or rum chata. And you just inject the booze into the fresh fried beignet. It is a mess, Mm -hmm. but it is a delicious mess. It is a sacrifice I am willing to make. (laughs) Bring bring a spare shirt, I don't know, to change into after. It's shameless eating, but it is so delicious. And and just... Not because, you know, we, we, we have tried all three of the liquors that it comes with. Get the rum chata. Yes. It's not even a question. Bella no. and I no. decided to go do the science for you. We were staying at Port mm-hmm. Orleans. Colin stayed back, watched the baby, and you and I were like, let's just get every single one of them so we can try all the flavors. And I think both of us thought we would really like Bailey's, and it ended up being yes. the bottom of the list for both of us. The yeah. rum chata... It's like a French toast beignet. And you have to like rip the beignet open and then slowly pour the liquor on just what you're eating. So the whole Mm -hmm. thing doesn't get soggy, but it really absorbs because otherwise it does become a really big mess. It's still a mess anyway. But if you just like (laughs) slowly pour it in the part that you're about to eat and do it bite for bite, 10 out of 10. But that rum chata, next level. It's so good. It it is by far the best. Mm -hmm. The Kahlua is not bad. No. That but one the rum was chata. definitely no. second. Oh, rum yeah. chata was so good. So if you're if you're torn, just get the rum chata. Go all in on that because you will not be disappointed. No. I like that I have a few different resort snacks, and that was the first on my list, so I will cross this off. I said, we, we talked about this episode, we were like, pick one, and I was like, I picked three. So now I'm not claiming that as mine. That was Collins. Bella, continue on. <laughs> okay, I don't think mine is going to be on your list. So No, this is a this is a true Bella snack. Yeah, this is, this is a, this is, a I have cut. talked about. I have talked about this snack many a times, but it is over at the Riviera at the Le Petit Cafe, which is their wonderful, phenomenal, amazing coffee shop that they have in their lobby. I have talked about their muffins many a times. They have one that's on the menu that is phenomenal. It is an almond raspberry muffin, and it is phenomenal. Super moist. The almond flavor truly comes through, which I am- a sucker for anything almond. And it is, I think, an underrated flavor. I don't think there's a lot of things that have almond flavoring because it is a stronger flavor and not everyone likes it. I don't know what they did. I'm assuming it's almond extract. It could be a little bit of almond flour. I am not sure. But the combination of the tart raspberry with the almond flavor and the moist muffin is the best muffin (laughs) I have ever had in my life. Wow. In my entire life, and it is the best breakfast, like, pastry item that I have ever had in Disney, period. So that's why it's my number one snack. You know what? I feel like that pastry team over at the Riviera is doing everything right. Because we also love the resort cookie, too. But I agree with you. I love the Riviera. However, not what was on my list. I'm going to mention the two that I have. One over at Animal Kingdom Lodge is the Zebra Domes. Hmm. They're just a good mousse-filled dessert that is covered in chocolate. And then there's two different versions. The regular version has like a cookie base on it on the base of the dome. This is the one dome I really do love in Disney. And then they do have a gluten-free version, which just has chocolate as the base. But either one, great. That's on my list. But my favorite, and I think it's so weird for me to say this, is the pot stickers at Tambu Lounge. They're the Ohana wow. pot stickers. Yes. They're absolutely delicious. They are, I, I did the math because, you know, if I'm going to come at this and promote something, I got to do the math. 
So it is $13 and it comes with 12 pot stickers. So that's a dollar and eight cents a pot sticker. Honestly, a great deal. They so much remind me of the ones from Sunshine Tree Terrace and Magic Kingdom. That is five pot stickers for $7.29 or $1.49 a dumpling. So you're saving 40 cents a dumpling by going to Tambu Lounge and you can get a Lapu Lapu with it. When? But that is the one thing that I do like from Ohana. And I think when you order them there, they come out so much more fresh where they fry them just for that specific order. When you order the whole plate at Ohana, there's the noodles are on there and your vegetables are on there. And I think it just kind of loses a lot as they stack all that together and they don't seem as fresh. So ordering them at Tambu Lounge, it's on the second floor right outside Ohana. That's my go-to. They are delicious. Mm -hmm. And I forgot about Polynesian to be honest I, I went through a lot of resorts in my mind and I did not even think about Tambu Lounge the one the other one that I thought about was actually because you said Tambu Lounge so it, rem- it reminded me was Caribbean Beach over at Banana Cabana mm-hmm. where you can order the rolls with the onion jam and guava butter mm. from Sebastian's and Phenomenal. you can also get the pineapple coconut bread yeah. pudding as well Which so kind of kind of similar yes to Tambu lounge where you can get the pot stickers, you can get the noodles, you can get the the, the pineapple mm-hmm. um, bread pudding there. So it, it just reminded me of that. But I actually, I think the Sebastian's one's superior. Correct. They're both close, though. I do think the Sebastian one's better, but you can get it at Ohana, too, because I know people love the bread pudding from Ohana. Yes. But yeah, you kind of lounge hacks, right, mm-hmm. in order to kind of make a snack out of a staple, iconic mm-hmm. <laughs> item, both at Tambu lounge and at Banana Cabana. Yeah, last time I went, there were four of us, and we split <laughs> we split the pot stickers and a bread pudding, and that's all we ate between the four of us when we, you know, were there later at night. And how many lapo lapos did you have? <laughs> I won't admit to that on the internet, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Was it more or less than the amount of that we had? <laughs> <laughs> I will not confirm that because then we went to <laughs> we went to Trader Sam's after. <laughs> yeah, it happens. That's between me and the poly, okay? That's right. <laughs> Don't ask me how much I drank. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about snacks that could be meals <laughs> that are big enough that could qualify as being a meal. Let's go back to Magic Kingdom and let's go to Sleepy Hollow and let's talk about the fresh fruit waffle sandwich. Massive, massive mm-hmm. fresh made waffle with chocolate hazelnut spread, strawberries, bananas, and blueberries for $8.49. This is a meal. It's a meal. And it's such a good bargain for that price point to get that much food. It is huge. It's like a giant taco. Yeah. It's like as as big as your head, you know, like ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's a Belgian waffles Mm -hmm. folded. So Mm -hmm. it's very, very big. I mean, that is $8.49. It's $8.49 for a great hearty breakfast. Yeah. And they do serve it all day because I know it was on the menu for a long time where it was all day. And then I think with COVID, it went back to just breakfast and it's back to all day. That's a good thing no matter what time of day. I mean, it is a good breakfast. I do prefer it in the morning. And there was a time that I ordered it one time and then was like, oh, I'm going to go get this because the spring roll cart doesn't open till 11. And I'm mowing down on that by myself. I'm in the park by myself. And I walk over. It's like 10.05. The spring roll cart's open. I was like... (laughs) And it was the first day that I was able to try the new spring roll, the back, the pastrami one back in the day. And I was like, well, I guess I'm eating everything this morning. <laughs> Well-balanced breakfast. Yeah. But that is like a full meal. I did not need the spring rolls because that is a full meal. But I did eat both of them. But, you know, whatever. Don't judge. 
It's vacation. Don't judge. Exactly. All right. Let's head over to Epcot and let's head over to the bakery in -hmm. France and let's get the croissants with ham and cheese and bechamel. Again, $8.95. I love this Under $9. Delicious and big. (laughs) It's it's big enough that when I was there on one of my recent trips with my friend Kirby, we split this for breakfast. We split this and a flight of champagne. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect morning. Exactly. Because again, when you're in Epcot, you know, for the day and there's a festival, you want to eat festival food. This was enough to keep both of us full for breakfast and it was eight ninety five, And that Amazing. was enough for both of us to be perfectly content when we got to Epcot early until booths opened at 11. So if you eat this by yourself, that's straight up a full meal. Like you don't have to worry about it at all. Correct. And, and sticking in the bakery, let's get the quiche Lorraine, which is the ham and Gruyere quiche for seven ninety five. It's Another so incredible bargain. Ugh. I feel like the bakery in France is an incredible bargain, and that's kind of shocking because it is a third party. Mm-hmm. Right. But there are so many good deals there. But you guys love this quiche Lorraine so much. I'm not the love biggest it. egg fan, but I know you guys absolutely adore it. And I've had it, and I do like it. It's so good. And, you know, I think the uh, – I don't normally eat ham too much at mm-hmm. home. But for some reason, when I am at this bakery, that is what I want. (laughs) Like the ham and cheese croissant, the ham in the quiche Lorraine. It is just such a good salty bite in both Mm -hmm. of these dishes. In the quiche Lorraine, the the crust is Mm -hmm. just phenomenal in this. So both, I think, are 10 out of 10. You cannot go wrong. And they are definitely big enough for a meal. Not even a question. No, not a question. And generally, we, we very much enjoy staying in the boardwalk area. And it's a great breakfast mm-hmm. going into that park, entering through the back entrance early, going right to the bakery, which is open early, getting mm-hmm. a great breakfast there. Yes, mm-hmm. it opens when the park opens at nine. Yep. And Absolutely don't, worth Don't forget Bella. The champagne place opens early too. So, ugh, it's just perfect. Perfection. Perfection. You know, and they had the Beauty and the Beast sing along right there. And uh, pretty you know, much. I really- I really feel like we have to do the Beauty and the Beast sing-along for her on this next trip because this is like the second time she's mentioned it in the past few weeks. and She's <laughs> manifesting over here. Yeah, We're doing it for you. Can it's, it be it, after champagne? Definitely. It okay. has to be. During okay. champagne? It has you know? to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's head over to studios and let's go to Woody's Lunchbox. So the tachos. Mm. Mm-hmm. Loaded potato barrels with beef and bean chili, shredded cheese, queso, tomatoes, corn chips with sour cream and green onions. For nine ninety nine, yeah. This is a, a hearty, yeah, hearty bargain. bargain. Yep, mm-hmm. hearty bargain. I mean, I think also because it's the base is potato barrels, so potatoes. It's oh. giving fryers nook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really fills you up, and it is obviously not only filling but also delicious. So so good. good. And even Bethany, I know you really enjoy the the plant based as well. Oh my god, I love the plant based ones. They're absolutely delicious. I like the flavor of the chili better. I just think it's a better, but but either one is absolutely fabulous. And even though we're talking about snacks in this episode, and I do feel like tachos it, it falls into the snack category more than like a meal, but it yeah. can be a meal. Everything at Woody's tends to be really cheap. It yeah, does. One of the cheapest quick services that you can really find in any park. So if you're looking to save some money, that's a great place to go to. Definitely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's round it out at Animal Kingdom. Let's head over to Yak and Yeti for their chicken fried rice mm-hmm. for seven ninety nine. 
This is a great deal. It's like a whole great. Chinese takeout box of fried rice. Yes. For $7.99. It is hearty. It is delicious. I don't know what more you want out of it. Nothing. Nothing. But let's go over to, to Eight Spoon Cafe, which was almost on my list for must-have snacks. We're talking about the baked macaroni and cheese with pulled pork over at Eight Spoon Cafe for $6.79. A steal. A it steal. Is, it is a bargain. An amazing mac and cheese. Yes. It <laughs> Delicious. Is a, it is essentially what you get over at Flame Tree Barbecue. The portion size might be – I want us to – when we go in on our trip in August – I'm going to bring the scale. I want us to weigh this and see how close of portion size these are because they are yep. very close portions. The one at Flame Tree Barbecue is double the price. It does come with two onion rings, but like two onion <laughs> that rings, explains people? It. That like, explains you know it. what I mean? <laughs> this is such a large portion for such a cheap price. This is a meal in itself to me. And Correct. even if you get it without the pulled pork, that's for something. That's like a meal. It is. It, that was almost on my must-have snack because it's such a good bargain and it's so delicious. Mm -hmm. That was one of the most satisfying cheese pulls of a mm -hmm. mac and cheese in Disney I've ever seen. I know. I know. You were standing around the tree of life with the baby, I remember. And Colin and I went and got it. And we were like, like we pulled it. And I was like, I don't even, is this going to make it back to her? Because I want to eat all of this right now. <laughs> right now. There was one bite left. Yeah, there, there was one bite. <laughs> we were like, we saved you one. Um, <laughs> That's okay. She did it to us with the spam masubi. Yeah, so yeah, it's fine. So true. At, so it fair. It's we fair. all have our vices, and it's fine. Another one that's here that is very specific, if you will like it or not, is the pulled pork jelly donut sandwich. It is a jelly yes. donut with pulled pork, but it is only six ninety nine, and that is a full sandwich. It is a full sandwich. Talk about something that's a mess. Oh, this my is God. a fork and knife. Oh, this is a doubt. mess. But I was really not that mad. No. At the sandwich, and I was—I don't know how I feel about myself that I just said that, but like, I'm like, <laughs> what is my journey? What is my foodie journey like right now that I said pulled pork jelly donut sandwich? But it's really not bad because I mean the jelly donut is—I mean it clearly it's a jelly donut, but there's savory seasoning on outside of the jelly donut, which really yes. tied everything together pretty yeah. nicely. I'm not gonna lie. I think it might even be the same seasoning that's on the corn from. Harambe it might be. Market, it might so. be because again, it was just warm. It was warm, yeah. but it was it was great. It was. It was, I wouldn't say it was phenomenal. I'm going to get it every time. No. But this is one that I expected to loathe. Take one bite and loathe, and I was like, Why I feel like that. You know, the original version of the kombucha girl when she had that. She was like, well, like that was me. I was like, it's, <laughs> okay. I was not not really mad at it. I love it. All right, now let's talk about hidden snacks, shall we? Or rather, you know, truly hidden or just ones that are even underhyped. Yep. I'll start. One place. I, I feel like I'm just going to talk about a place oh. that has delicious, delicious things that is not talked about or hyped enough, and it's Kusafiri. Oh. And I just feel like, in general, Kusafiri is so delicious and so underhyped. The reason that I have a hard time hyping a specific thing is because their menu changes a lot. It rotates a lot. They had the most delicious spiced hand pies that were some of the most phenomenal hand pies I've ever had. They're gone right now. They're being replaced by the Impossible Empanadas, which are also delicious. They also have a marinated chicken flatbread there that is incredibly reasonably priced. I, it, it could be a snack. It's one of those that could be a meal as well. It's delicious marinated chicken in warm pita with a delicious tomato cucumber salad over top of it. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal place that people just walk right by as they're going to the safari. They pass by Dawa Bar and they keep walking and they go to Harambe Fruit Market even. 
and then onto the safari. But Kusafiri is on the left, and it's this hidden little corner. Have delicious breakfast. They have the pistachio honey croissant there as well, mm-hmm. underhyped item, right? And also their lunch options are delicious. So I just think that's one in general that I think needs a little bit more love and attention. Yeah, and we, it talk about, it. we talk about snacks that Bella got when she was pregnant that she couldn't do things like ride Everest with us. And we made her go get those original hand pies. Yes. And she was like, it was all I could do not to eat them all. Yeah, I really, yeah, I I remember really the, wanted to. The green, the green chili chutney yeah. dipping oh. sauce on that was so oh, incredible. And I just, I, I'm... They'll come back. I know they will. They'll come back. They'll come back. I, I hope the hot dog comes back. Oh, the mm. spicy hot dog. The spicy hot dog. That I'm was shocked that wasn't phenomenal. in your Disney if you're listening episode. Oh, I kind of forgot about it because yeah. it's been so long. It's been so long. <laughs> it has been, been so, so long. long. That was a delicious hot dog. Yeah. Wow, that was a good one. I got yeah. like that was one too that I got a bite. Yeah, yeah. Because it was Bella and her mom who came over and they were like, "We saved you this little crumb." <laughs> <laughs> Because you have to try it. It was it was so good. <laughs> so good, yeah. But I, I agree with you. Kusafiri is one of those places when we enter, that's where we go. Well, yeah. first we get our name into Nomad, and then Correct. that's where we go. <laughs> Priorities. And yeah, yeah. And the line can be a little long, but to be honest, it's never more than – I've never no, seen it, moves it more fast. than like 10 people deep, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah. And they have some great little pastries. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't so. have talked about it. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not deleting this, so. <laughs> no, people need to know. It's good. Yeah. There's no gatekeeping here. People yeah, need to no. know about delicious food in Disney parks, and that's Correct. one place that you're going to get it that no one's talking about. Yeah. I feel we should actually switch our description of our show to, like, we don't gatekeep Disney food because that is actually accurate. Correct. I have – you know what? I had a specific thing, but I'm actually going to roll with what you said, Colin, because I think sure. it applies to the same. And I'm headed to Nomad Lounge because Nomad Lounge has a printed list of specials on every single table that are not on their online menu. So I talk about these things in videos or posts, and people are like, I looked at the menu. It's not there. Well, it's not going to be because it's on the specials board that is specifically on a table. <laughs> you can find a lot of them on the Tiffin's menu, actually, because they share a kitchen with Tiffin's, and they pull a lot of their specials so things like the land salad which is lettuce from the land living with the land in epcot the land pavilion which always good the lobster mac and cheese that is technically not on the menu at nomad lounge but you can order it it's on the menu at tiffin's and it's now a smaller portion and only 16 dollars. so if it's something you want to like dip your feet into a great one but my favorite is the ribs Mm. the ribs that are on the menu there are so pull apart off the bone and uh, you know the one time the man the same time that i was talking to the manager about <laughs> 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 the same time i was talking to the manager about bringing the strawberry sauce back he said to me i said i love the ribs so much like give my compliments to the chef about how great these ribs are he goes do you know the secret is you can't say anything whoops told the wrong person sir um <laughs> They, oh I know. I can't. Be, I can't believe she said it. Yeah. I'm revealing this on the internet. They start them at Flame Tree Barbecue, and then they bring oh. them over there, and they finish them at Nomad Lounge. So I think I've said that on a Patreon episode before, but now it's out, out there on the internet. <laughs> but the ribs are my favorite. They're so so good. I could eat and that. There comes like three ribs. I could eat that whole thing by myself. It's like ten bucks. Well worth that. It to me is like the best snack. And I just think generally the, the food at Nomad Lounge is underhyped in yeah. general, too. I mean, it, their sliders are also delicious with the yucca mm-hmm. fries. You know, they, they have some great dishes over there, too, that deserve the hype. But, I mean, everyone goes for the cocktails and talks about cocktails. But food at Nomad is not to be slept on. 
Yes. Agreed. All right, so let's go to a hot take. It's been a while since we've been a hot take, but let, let's let's we have a hot take. Let's hear it. Okay. Hi, this is Amy. My hot take is: if you'd like to play a Main Street dish drinking game, to choose oh one of the following words or phrases, no. And when you hear it, take a little sip out of your Disney-inspired <laughs> cocktail. My list is: not mad at it, <laughs> cheer for it, journey. As in my journey, your journey, not my journey. Cannoli, lava cake, old fashioned, rigatoni, or finally Disney. If you're listening, <laughs> how drunk do you want people to get? <laughs> oh, I also love how like that is totally funny and fun. You know what I mean? But like Correct. she also called us out at the same time, which I Correct. really appreciate. <laughs> that is amazing, but it's I so love true. It. And it you is. know what I'm going to say? If that's your journey. <laughs> and I'm going to say, I'm not mad at that game. <laughs> You're going to be real drunk, but. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we need a disclaimer. Like, we, we cannot be held responsible for the health of your no. liver. Yeah. No. But that's funny. It's true, though. We, we do. We definitely have phrases that we all say quite often. We do. We do. I know. Now that we're two, you know, a season and a half in, I guess we could say, yeah, we, <laughs> we don't even think about it. But when you hear it, you're like. Oh, yeah, we do that. Uh-huh. And it's funny because I definitely know that I have specific ones. And when I go through and edit the episode, if I hear myself saying that too much, I delete it out of it. So you guys get, like, the edited version, which is even worse. <laughs> funny. That's good. That was good. That was a good laugh that we needed. It, it Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. That was funny. I, that yeah. was a good hot take, though. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Take a second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.